वेलकम टू फेस्टिवल्स ऑफ इंडिया द लेटेस्ट सीरीज इन रसोई के रहस्य आई एम योर होस्ट पायल कपूर जॉइन मी एज आई एम्पार्क ऑन अ जर्नी अक्रॉस द कंट्री टू सेलिब्रेट फेस्टिवल्स ओकेजन्स ट्रेडिशंस एंड फूड आवर गेस्ट्स ऑन द शो आर पीपल फ्रॉम डिवर्स बैकग्राउंड्स लिविंग एंड शेयरिंग their journeys and memories with us rasoi ke rahasya aao milkar khole hum sabse dal masale in sab ko tatole hum rasoi ke rahasya aao milkar khole hum नमस्कार रसोई के रहस्य के इस नए एपिसोड में आप सबका स्वागत है एक नया एपिसोड नए एक्सपर्ट नया पड़ाव और बहुत ही एक्साइटिंग इंफॉर्मेशन ये सब लेकर हम एक बार फिर एक्सपर्ट स्टॉक के अगले एपिसोड में आपके साथ शामिल हैं। आज की हमारे जो एक्सपर्ट हैं, उनको मैं अगर डिस्क्राइब करना चाहूं तो मैं दो काम करने वाली हूँ यहाँ पर दो टेस्ट होंगे एक आपकी एबिलिटी किसी को रिकग्नाइज करने की आपकी जनरल नॉलेज या योर इंफॉर्मेशन अबाउट फूड एंड पीपल इन्वॉल्व विद फूड वो एक होगी और उससे भी ज्यादा मेरी अपनी मेमोरी पावर का टेस्ट होगा कि इनकी जो अचीवमेंट्स हैं उनको मैं कितना याद कर पाई हूँ और याद करके मैं आपके साथ कितना शेयर कर सकती हूँ सो हियर गोज आवर शेफ आवर गेस्ट टुडे इज मेनी 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 डिफरेंट थिंग्स वेज मेनी हैट्स शी इज ए टीवी एंकर शी इज ए शेफ from uh, Le Bleu, both in Paris and in London she is an award winning author of a cookbook uh, from my kitchen to yours ab agar iske bare mein suna ho to this should be a clue uh, she is also somebody who loves her food and has her own youtube channel jiska naam main aapko bhi nahi bataungi aur agar main kahu that she is somebody who has climbed mountains and dived under the ocean and done everything else in between i wouldn't be joking so agar aapne abhi tak aap nahi samajh paye and she is uh, you know judging by how much activity she involves herself in outdoor in the outdoors she is a lover of nature and she loves the outdoors so uh agar aapne yaad kiya ho aapko samajh mein aaya ho to theek hai nahi to i'm not going to waste any more time here uh for anybody let me take great pleasure in inviting to my show maria kurechi hi maria such a pleasure to have you here hi bias such a long introduction <laughs> i can't help it i can't help it that's you that's you 
I know, but it's now. I I feel very uh, I feel very overwhelmed, and I feel really thankful and grateful that you thought of me and you have me on your show. Thank you so much. It's it's um, you you can't imagine how excited I am because uh, you know looking at uh, all that you have done with your life, apart from uh, um, you know all the big and the little things, there's so much that goes into making a person. who they are and these things i think from what i can see happen only with a certain amount of passion and a desire to want to do so many things so uh why don't you share with uh, my listeners what is it that makes maria goretti who she is and so many so many different things and your uh, culinary journey of course that's something we'd love to know about So Payal actually uh, most of the time whenever I have embarked on something it has actually been a very very organic uh, journey mm-hmm. you know uh, um, so I I my most of my most of my life has been uh, um, unplanned coincidences of events that have led to beautiful places mm-hmm. and I am thankful to the one above for that I think uh, what I what I uh, completely thrive on is actually living living with uh, with uh, a sense of truth you know right um, so uh, so most of the time sorry my alarm went in the middle actually that was my alarm to remind <laughs> no me worries. no worries i have this interview with you and uh, not to be sleeping uh, <laughs> Yeah so I had taken my vaccine yesterday and oh I have just been eating and sleeping and sleeping since my vaccine okay oh I mean eating and sleeping so I was like I put many alarms so that I don't I wake up <laughs> <laughs> I hope you're feeling okay with the after effects I'm fine. I'm feeling fine thankfully I'm just sleepy and ravenously hungry these are the only two side effects of my second vaccine right so right. we're both fine But no, as I was saying, that most of most of the time, uh, the work that I've done through life has been has been something that has come to me, and then you know I've taken it up and I've I've worked really hard after you know being part of it. Mm. Uh, food is something that uh, I would say I I was uh, I've always loved. As in, I'm I'm a foodie. I used to love eating food, love trying out new places, you know, all these kind of things. Mm-hmm. Uh, till I had my kids, and uh, when I had my son Zeke, um, mm-hmm. I I realized that there were very few things that I could feed him, and I was constantly calling my mom and saying, "Now what to feed him? How do I make this? How do I make that?" Mm-hmm. So I kind of I would say that my 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 journey with food started with my kids, right. and um, uh, you know I used to try a lot of stuff, Google a lot of stuff. And I realized through my time with trying to learn is that I was actually very, very deeply involved in it, right. and I wanted to know more. I wanted to actually understand the nuances. Mm-hmm. So I'm a little, I'm a little obsessive when it comes to things that I love. If mm-hmm. I love something, then I am inside it like three hundred percent, and I want to know how it works from all angles. You know, I'm, I'm like that. I'm a very uh, If I really love something, then I'm, then I'm absolutely gusoed into it and fully involved. Ah, you have to do it right. There's no midway, uh, no, no, no halfways there. 
yeah so then i i need to like you know and i keep trying keep trying keep trying and then if i feel okay i'm really terrible at this then i kind of feel <laughs> that Okay. you know or or then if i when i back off if i feel no 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 let's try once more then i will try once more hmm. so hmm. i'm one of those people who don't give up very easily till they actually give up hmm. you know so food for me was was this whole passion that led to beautiful places and uh, then in 2011 after my daughter was also born she was born in 2007 mm-hmm. uh when she was 4 I went off and I studied at Tantemali which is in London. I did a I did a very uh, uh, intensive course uh, at Tantemali which was a school in London. It's a culinary bakery boulangerie school. Right. And I, that was my first trip with going back to school, you know. Mm-hmm. And then of course after that I came back and I was writing a food blog. I was blogging, I was writing. I started doing a little bit of Uh, I started doing a lot of um, you know food demos and uh, but basically I was uh, I I was a stay at home mom because my children were small and I mm-hmm. leave them and go anywhere mm-hmm. you know so I knew that uh, whatever I do I will do along with them but mostly I wanted to be home for the time that they were kids mm-hmm. so that was a thought that I had in my head you know even before i had kids and i've been working since the time i was 18 but i somehow knew that when i have kids i will kind of stay home for them to you know, now yeah now they're now they're teens and uh, they actually love their independence more than anything else <laughs> so now yeah so so very very organically now i am taking up more work i am looking at you know doing various things and um, Yeah I have no idea where this is going to lead but in 2018 I went and I did my uh, you know pastry uh, chef my I, basically I'm a certified pastry chef from Le Cordon Bleu London and Paris right. so I have been doing that and I what I what I think what I really enjoy doing is I enjoy teaching yes so, I know that yeah. I can I can relate to that completely that's something that is yeah so that so i realized i mean in i mean it's taken me a very long time but i realized that uh, i have commitment problems so whenever i think of a cafe the the idea is very romantic yes. and it's very beautiful but the, when i think of uh, you know just not doing anything else but that <laughs> true, true, true. yeah then i keep thinking i said no 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 i have this major commitment to my kids that i've given everything to and i cannot handle any more so let the rest of it be free flowing you know and what has to stay will what has to leave will so i have come down to that so yeah it's been a beautiful journey but and i'm really enjoying i'm really enjoying it and this is such food is just so much so much uh, you know it's the work of the soul truly because good food satiates um, leave alone the body it's like soul food definitely yeah, means so- something yeah it makes you happy you know it makes you it makes your inside smile Absolutely. and uh, i realized that especially for me because uh, i don't have a patisserie or a or a bakery or a cafe that i need to go to at work at every day i feel that you know uh, when i wake up in the morning sometimes i don't feel like baking or i don't feel like cooking or you know something or, or sometimes i do so uh, you know it just uh, it's just something that is very uh, connected to my insides and mm. uh, 
you know i go through phases where i am baking and cooking like a crazy person and i go through phases <laughs> where i won't do anything but because i'm always doing some work or the other it all balances out correct that that of course it does uh, for most of us and i hear you completely about wanting and not wanting to do things it's uh, nice to be free nice to be able to uh, decide what you want to and not want to do yeah sometimes it is sometimes i feel maybe i i i need to have like something that i have to go and do maybe that would be better but i'm i i don't you know i just feel that you know um there is there is a lot more probably waiting around the corner and it will unfold when it does so true so, so true for all of us for all of us i mean in fact this whole journey with rasoi ke rahasya for me was completely like that i mean yeah. you know from being a graduate uh, uh 31 years back uh, who who didn't get an opportunity to actually do all that she was trained to do you know 30 years later to sit in the middle of a pandemic and begin a youtube channel to teach blind people how to cook is um, is is as organic as it gets like you say so yeah absolutely absolutely great so today uh, uh you you are going to be sharing a nice happy recipe with us uh, I'm yes. I'm eagerly waiting to hear what is it that uh we are going to learn to make with you. So what I really love to do is to bake bread. Love it. Okay, I I enjoy baking bread. I really really enjoy it. And uh it is it is something that involves all your senses. It involves your hands, it involves your being, it involves how you feel. And you you know really that really makes your bake is what I've realized. uh you know and uh, so today what i'm going to uh um share with you is this bread that i actually uh, it's a very indulgent bread uh, okay. it's um uh it's uh, it's basically you need you need flour about 250 grams refined flour uh normal maida maida no? yeah okay yeah normal maida from the market yeah you need you need about 15 to 18 grams of fresh yeast mm-hmm. now fresh yeast is something that you get at your local uh, bakery and i always go to my local bakery and i bring a cake of it they it comes in like a, a 100 a bar, grams like a bar 100 grams bar yeah so i always get that and i keep it in the fridge so you need about uh, 15 to 18 grams of fresh yeast mm-hmm. then you need butter about 40 grams of butter nice cold butter uh since this is a very um uh, this is a rich dough mm-hmm. you put one egg inside it okay okay uh, then you put uh, i keep 150 ml of milk measured but i put this slowly in because i have realized that sometimes on some days the maida mm-hmm. needs just about 125 ml of milk mm-hmm. on some days i need to put about 175 ml of milk mm-hmm. but i in in a bowl i always measure 150 and i put it in slowly mm-hmm. so uh then what i do is the first thing i start with is of course my filling now my filling is going to be 10 cloves of garlic okay 100 grams of of uh, onion mm-hmm. okay some nice chopped mixed herbs uh when you do rosemary just remember don't put the stalks in right you know 
Yeah, just don't put the stalks in. Anything you put in terms of, in in terms of herb, don't put the stalks. Put the leaves. So even in the rosemary, take the little you know the sticks. Take them out of mm-hmm. the stalk mm-hmm. because the stalk will will mess with your uh, when you're biting into it. You won't ah, like it. Okay. Mm-hmm. So that way, or you can put parsley, or you can put whatever you feel like. Basically, mm-hmm. whatever. whatever is tasty for you hmm. but what you need is 150 grams of cheddar cheese excellent you okay. like a nice cheddar cheese hmm. so the first thing you need to do is you need to take your garlic you need to peel it you need to chop it really really small hmm. very tiny hmm. and you need to also chop your onions hmm. so you then you saute your garlic in a little oil and butter hmm. keep it to the side let it get cool Then you take your onion, you saute it again till it becomes translucent or slightly, slightly brown, but not fully. Yes. And yes. you keep this to the side. So now this is your filling. You've kept it to the side. You grate your cheddar cheese. You keep it onto the side. Mm-hmm. Now what you do is you take a bowl. Mm-hmm. Now in that bowl you crack. You put your milk, which is about uh, like I said, a hundred and fifty ml. You put your 150 ml in. Inside this 150 ml of milk, what you well, before? Sorry, before you put this 150 ml of milk on the side, take a little, like a two tablespoons of uh, or one tablespoon of water. Mm-hmm. Put the yeast into the water and okay. put probably half a teaspoon of sugar on it right. and let it bloom. It needs to proof. Right. So when you see that it is all frothy on top. Then it is ready to add into your for your flour. You using Now, lukewarm water for these? Using lukewarm water. You are not using water straight from the tap. It always should be boiled and kept aside. Right. Yeah, right. because tap water, tap water has certain chemicals and certain draw. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, I would say. Um, It has certain minerals. Particles, yes, it has particles. You never know what's yeah. coming with the yeah. tap water. Yeah. yeah. Also, it kind of stops the whole proofing process. So it's always nice to have boiled water that has been kept on to the side, which is mm. already cooled and kept ready for all your cooking, baking purposes in general. Right. Mm-hmm. Not in general, I would say. Mm. Okay. Now we get down to now that we've got our yeast and our little water and little sugar on the side that has. That has nicely proofed on the side. It has just kind of started getting frothy. In a bowl, in a nice bowl, it could be a glass bowl. I normally use a glass bowl mm. uh, or a stainless steel bowl, but I use a glass. You put your uh, milk into it. It's 150 ml of milk. Mm-hmm. You crack your one egg into it, mm-hmm. okay, and then of course you also take your uh, what do you call it. Um, Put a little salt, a little right. salt in this, mm-hmm. and you just whisk it nicely, mm-hmm. absolutely well. So you mixed it all together. Mm-hmm. Now, after you do this, then you take your yeast with the little water, which your one tablespoon or two tablespoons of water. You yeah. add this into this into this wet mix, right? And again, whisk it all up, right? Now, once this is done, you then add your two hundred and fifty grams of flour. Mm-hmm. Okay. Once you add your two hundred fifty grams of flour, you don't whisk it anymore. But if you have like a big spatula, you cut into your uh, into your milk and mm-hmm. butter mm-hmm. and everything. You cut the flour into it, 
if you feel that it is too soggy Mm. then what you need to do is very very slightly little at a time add a little flour over it right. okay do not make it too dry but mm. now once you you feel that okay this is all the all the uh, milk has soaked into your bread what you can do is throw a little flour on your table top on your clean table top mm-hmm. and out turn this entire dough onto your table top right mm-hmm. okay Now once you have done this you then knead this for 10 minutes mm-hmm. if you feel it is too sticky mm-hmm. put your hands into flour so that your hands are filled with flour and you don't have extra flour and slowly do this and slowly continue with the kneading process mm-hmm. till you have a dough that is not sticky mm-hmm. yeah and it has nicely come together and it's and it feels like a baby's bottom basically ah. soft dough soft dough soft dough yeah so it it takes about 10 minutes of good rigorous kneading mm. with your hand and it's always nice to do it with your hand because then you know what you're doing absolutely you know, and for us in any case it's always uh, best as tactile mm. as it is the better as tactile yeah so the thing is just just have a little patience if it's sticky you know uh, put a little flour always always what i do is i i always touch the flour to the palm of my hand like yeah, i just yeah, yeah. everything so it's not too much and i slowly slowly add it in if it is a bit sticky you know because sometimes you do need to the weather the weather outside everything and, your body you know, temperature your body temperature yeah. at times also adds yes. to the whole adds to absolutely absolutely so once you've done this once you've done this now what i do is i take the butter okay and uh, my butter is now lying on the side so it i just kind of take the butter and i keep melting the butter with my body with my basically with my palm on the side of of on the table mm-hmm. and i keep uh, like in a in a circular motion yeah you squish it in a circular motion yeah, in a circular motion and then i kind of smear it onto the bread so i stretch the bread open smear the butter in and then pull it and pull it and pull it and pull it again so that my butter keeps getting into this dough yes 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 so yes. now my 10 minutes has passed and now i'm starting with the butter so my so my gluten has already formed mm-hmm. now the thing is when you put butter the butter somewhere also cuts the gluten so you need that formation of gluten in the beginning that is why the 10 minutes is without the butter right Yeah uh, now that you put your butter in all your butter has gone into it about 40 grams of it has gone into your bread your bread is even softer right okay and now you turn it and you make it into a little ball mm-hmm. and with and then over it you just put a nice damp muslin cloth right yeah yeah you leave this for 40 minutes for cooking okay yeah so about i think depending on where you are what the temperature is outside it takes between 30 to 40 minutes to brew okay uh, i have a question here about the butter uh is the butter unsalted or salted it doesn't matter i use normal or normal every day salted usual regular salted yeah. butter i, I think it's me with salted butter yeah me absolutely <laughs> I'll just do that file. I'll just use normal butter. Great, great. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's really really tasty. Yeah. Now after 40 minutes, uh you will see that your uh, your bread dough has 
proved very beautifully and it has risen and it's very beautiful mm-hmm. so then you pick this muslin cloth over your dough now i just want to give you a tip sometimes what happens is the outside temperature is so dry that your muslin cloth gets stuck to your dough yes at this point of time if it does get stuck to your dough very very carefully i want you to wet your hand with water mm-hmm. not too much and just with your fingertips tap the area which has which has gotten stuck right right and that right. kind of helps you release the muslin cloth from the bread right sounds good yes okay. yes yes that's yes. now you pull the muslin cloth off now what i wanted to do is just whack the dough down with all your might on whoever you want to think of it as whoever you want to take name and just bang it down go for it <laughs> go for it yeah now that you've done that just give it a small little knead very quickly yeah and yeah. then what i do yeah then what i do is now this can be done in two ways now you have your cheddar cheese Right. you have your cheddar you have your garlic and you have your onion right now these three things now you can like i said you can do this in in two ways you can either mix it all together and then what you can do is you can massage it into your dough so what happens is this cheddar and garlic and onion is all over your bread mm-hmm. or then mm. or then you take your dough and you divide it into about 6 to uh, not 6 about i think 7 uh, it gets divided into i think 7 pieces right or 8 pieces depending mm-hmm. and then what you can do is make make a ball with each one and keep it on the side right. flatten it mm-hmm. and then put this as your filling right okay okay like you put a stuffed puri or a samosa yes. or whatever just fill it in yes into each so into each bun you will have a mm. certain amount which you should have you know normally the same amount so that it uh, it uh, looks the same mm. and then when you when and then what you can do is then roll it with your hand you know on to the table top mm. you know in a circular motion so you have the dough sitting in the palm of your hand mm-hmm. and you have you make like a little cage with your palm and your hand around mm. the dough and you run it in circles and you see that it is absolutely closed on the bottom and it's not yes open. yes so between your forefinger and thumb and you're rotating it on your palm yeah yeah with your your whole your whole palm actually your whole palm is like all your fingers are touching the table right and then you just put the bread in the middle of your palm then you just turn it in circles so it gets Correct. a very nice shape and uh, then you leave it to proof again now this proofing will go faster mm-hmm. because it's already Mm. Okay now when this proofing is getting done what you do is preheat your oven to about 200 degrees okay yeah you preheat your oven to about 200 degrees what you can use is you use either a baking tray mm-hmm. you can use a bread box however you want to kind of arrange your bread normally what i do is i take this and i put it in a circular um, tray right in a circular baking tray mm. and i i make it look look like a flour You know, so right. I put one in the center, all these little balls on the side. Mm-hmm. You know, so now once uh, also before the, to prepare the baking tray, just remember at the bottom you must put a baking sheet. Mm-hmm. Okay, which means you either put um, uh, what you call it um, uh, your baking paper, Parchment and on the paper. side, paper. yeah, uh, and on the side of your tin, please see that you put a little butter and maida so that nothing sticks. Right. dusting it yes yeah. okay so just just for uh, for safety 
Perfect. So now that you've done that, you put your bread, little little balls, stuffed balls. You put them all around in the tray. It has proofed. Uh, I think it should take about thirty-five minutes, not more. Okay. If it is not proof, then you wait for it to proof. Because otherwise, once you put it into the oven, you are not. It's not going to come up like you want it to. So it always needs to be proofed, but not overproofed. So that is a little tricky place that we all learn with our own experience. So what are we looking at? I mean, uh, time-wise, you say about thirty-five minutes. I think thirty-five minutes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, so for me, in in the temperature that I live in, it takes about. Uh, it takes about that much of time. Ha, fair enough. I mean, we probably depending different places. So we are looking yeah. at uh, these balls uh, again. Um, you know, growing in size, multiplying in size to a certain point. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So they again, they again, you have to proof them. So it's a double proofed bread. So once you proof the whole thing, and once you proof them in tiny bits, so the tiny bits will definitely take lesser time. Right. Okay. You know? Okay. But uh, now it is now it has got its butter, it has got its stuffing. So it takes and you again, you know, you hit it down. So it takes about thirty five minutes. Okay, great. Now once it is done, you can either give it a uh, an egg wash or you give it a milk wash. Mm-hmm. Depends on what you want to do. Mm-hmm. I normally give it a milk wash because an egg when whenever I crack an egg to do this, unless you're doing many many breads, it just goes to waste. Mm-hmm. So I just you give it an. Uh, uh, milk wash hmm. and then uh, you put it into the oven hmm. and it cooks in 18 to 20 minutes at 200 degrees wow okay yeah so uh, sometimes sometimes if your oven uh, fluctuates or if it is not uh, getting done just understand that the top of it needs to be slightly brown it cannot be white if it's white the insides are not yet cooked Because this is one. If I touch it, if I'm touching it, let's say, um, if if I'm uh, sort of pulling it out to check and I'm touching it, what uh, would would that texture be? It should be. Um, uh-huh. I should be able to feel a flake on top, like a uh, some sort of a, you know, like a cooked. It sense. doesn't get hard. It doesn't get hard on top. If that's right. what you want. Mm-hmm. Okay, but uh, I think the color is it. It's. Uh, I think. Um, I think to be safe, twenty between twenty to thirty minutes mm. is your baking time, depending on how you've placed it, how you've kept it, whether it's in the middle, whether it's a little, you know, some some ovens get hot too fast. They also yeah, exactly. Yes, that's another hot. thing with ovens. Yeah, yeah. that's another thing yeah, with temperature of ovens. Yeah. yeah. So sometimes, even though you're baking at two hundred, your temperature has risen to about two thirty. Mm. You know, so so these are things. These are things that are that I can't control for you. Absolutely. So, twenty yeah. minutes is a good eighteen uh, to twenty minutes is a good time to give it a look. I think twenty. I think to keep it safe, twenty to twenty-five is great. Okay. Okay. Now, when it comes out, what you can do is on the top, you can just take a little butter and slather it with butter. Ah, lovely. <laughs> okay. And then just pull it apart, and it's like a pull-apart bread, and you yes. just eat. But no. okay, there is another thing that I need to tell you. Once your bread is done, and you take it out of the oven, you must, in a bit, in about the next five minutes, take it out of that baking tray. Otherwise, uh, the bread will sweat. Okay, okay. And okay. keep it once you take it out of the baking tray. Keep it over a, a what do you call it? A cooling rack. Hmm, hmm, hmm. So that it cools from all sides, and that and that moisture does not stay in. Hmm. You know. it needs to breathe yes 
because it will be hot so it needs to breathe so and i think in another 15 i in fact whenever i make breads like this it becomes very difficult for me to not yes uh, <laughs> you want to go for it straight away yeah it smells beautiful you know the garlic the onion the fresh herbs the butter you're like oh my god please let me eat this i can imagine so, i could only just imagine and yeah. if if we are fortunate enough to uh, have an opportunity of storing this uh, what are the storage uh, tips you have to you have number one is you have to put it in your fridge because it has got uh, egg in it has got milk, milk exactly yes yes yeah. and there are no preservative there are no additives so the max amount of days you should finish it in is one and a half day but uh-huh. i would put it in yeah it will not last i'm telling you exactly this. true true absolutely it's not, it's not saying i mean <laughs> they like never but still if you have to then you keep it in your fridge and then you have to heat your oven to 150 degrees and let it uh, kind of uh, you know get done in about 150 degrees when you want to uh, reheat it so that's Fabulous. what i do. Fabulous. Yeah. This sounds really, really interesting. And the only thing is the yeast. Um, you know, like I told you before, I'm a little hesitant about yeast. Um, never so used you know, it in in a long time. So, so yeast is something that you need to just actually play with. Mm-hmm. You, uh, you will, you know, you kind of try and understand. You'll have to keep making bread. Mm-hmm. You know, the same bread. the best way to learn to learn how to make anything is to do the same thing over and over again so this recipe i would have probably done maybe five times before i actually came down to saying okay this is how it, this works for me mm-hmm. you know so the yeast but uh, is there any other option let's say for some reason uh, one doesn't have uh, you know a uh, a bakery or just an option okay. just so then situation. yeah so maybe then dry yeast okay Yeah so then dry yeast I think dry yeast then I would have to use about uh, maybe 10 see I've never done this with dry yeast because I have the option of going to a bakery Correct. and getting and I'm sure a lot of us do I'm sure a lot of us have the neighborhood yeah, bakery but I think I think dry yeast would be about uh, see it's always uh, one third the amount I'm not very sure right now I'm so sorry about that but I think when you use dry yeast mm-hmm. uh, it is stronger so you need to use one third the amount So probably you know um, fresh yeast is about if I'm using eighteen grams then this would be on six hundred and sixty eighty one but six seven grams each. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but the same process follows the same process. The same yeah, oh. the same process. Water and uh, uh, and sugar. Yeah, yeah, and it will be the same process. Now fresh yeast you can put directly. Just remember that your sugar, your egg, all that cannot be cold. It has to be room temperature. Mm. Otherwise, yeah. Even even when you're doing it with the fresh yeast, just remember that the egg that you add into the milk, your milk, all this has to be room temperature. Otherwise, it will retard the growth of the of the whole fermentation process. Yes, either that, or then if it's too hot, it will cook. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. If it's too hot, it will it will kill it. It will kill end it. up with a scrambled egg, a yeast flavored scrambled yes. egg. Yes. So that is what will happen. This is this is uh, absolutely wonderful. I'm sure there's a lot of us over there who've been waiting. At least I am. I know I'm waiting. Yeah, to, this is very uh, simple, Payal. I I really hope you you enjoy making this because it is, it's it's one of those recipes that you can also you know like 
like i use this as my i use this bread as my base recipe and then you can put anything in it absolutely oh yes like oh, yes. if you want to make it if you want to make it sweet you can put kishmish you can put chocolate you can do whatever you want with it you know and and what about sugar i mean i'm just since you're talking about this if you're making it completely sweet then in that case uh, um the butter still remains salted and the butter that- still remains the same the butter still remains the same you mm. know i would uh, i i've never made this sweet but i have made this with you know i have stuffed it with sweet things like i've stuffed it with lovely coconut jaggery kishmish mm-hmm. instead of the mm-hmm. instead of the garlic and the onions and the herbs So right. when you have your stuffing which is sweet you don't need the bread to be sweet you don't need it right absolutely yeah. it gets over the top sweet up right it goes right. over the top like yeah. when you, when you put your cheddar your cheddar has a certain amount of salt so you right. don't miss too much like your basic uh, salt that you put in the beginning you know very little at all you just put mm. a pinch of salt mm. at that time you need like about uh, maybe uh, uh, i'll tell you how much mm, about 5 grams of salt you know because it's 250 grams of uh, flour flour mm. yeah so you need 5 grams of salt because the rest of your salt is going to come from your salted butter it's there in your cheddar yeah. so it will balance everything out and also the flavors i think are lovely the you know a sweet filling with a salty uh, crust That's is, is really absolutely nice. beautiful so also another thing that you can do when you are when you are giving it a last milk brush before you put it into the oven hmm. is you can take rock salt and just chuck it on it oh very yes. little oh yeah just chuck it on it you know and it it is very nice it just yes. it's very nice when you eating that, that one little salty bit that comes into your mouth It's quite appealing. Okay, now I want to just go and do this. I want to to go and make myself, get myself some yeast at the earliest, and uh, definitely attempt this recipe because it's uh, it's really delicious. It sounds so good. Yeah, and it's very simple, Payal. It's very yeah, simple, yeah. and you really. It's just a matter it. of getting. I'm uh, just getting over the hesitation of that first uh, step. You know, at the most, what is to go wrong? It'll probably become hard or whatever it is. Yeah, but it's still be. So edible. I just. So just to just to tell you, the first time I made bread. and i made bread and i invited friends over and according to me i was so excited about my bread and my friends told me later maria they were so hard you could kill someone with it <laughs> <laughs> so you know we all start somewhere like that so uh, just remember that if you know yes, like absolutely, that absolutely absolutely it's just about it's just about not giving up so what if it nah, you don't it give was, up it was a rock the first time it will definitely was and my friends like So every time they used to, they, I used to tell them I bake bread. They used to be dreading it, but they would all <laughs> shut up, not do anything. And so I would be like, nice to you, and tell you, ah, uh, you know, maybe. <laughs> yeah, like so they would be like, oh, it's nice, huh? But nobody used to really be eating it. So, but anyway, I used to be just excited to the fact that I was able to bake like a bread and put it on the table. Yeah, exactly. That's like, what's going to happen to me when I finally get yeah. over this. Uh, you know this this worry of baking bread and uh, killing people with it. So no, it's it's good fun. <laughs> Wonderful. Thank you. Thank you so much for this recipe and uh, for taking time to join us here at Rasoi Kerehsia. Thank Maria. you so much, Payal. My uh, my listeners are going to be really happy to uh, you know hear this recipe and to learn from uh, your uh, little bits. of simple tips and thanks so much rasoi ke rahasya ka ye episode yahan tak hai aapne suna aur 
ब्रेड जरूर बनाइएगा जुड़े रहिएगा हमारे साथ इंस्टाग्राम और फेसबुक पर लाइक कीजिए शेयर कीजिए सब्सक्राइब कीजिए और सुनते रहिए Like this Sochcast tune in for more with the Sochcast app from the Google Play Store